Hello everyone, welcome back to the Simplifying Success Podcast with me, your host, Muriel Foley. Hello, hello. I hope that you are all keeping well. We are into a new week and this summer is absolutely flying by. I feel like I'm a broken record at the start of every podcast, but it's so true. It's so true. Um, Thank you all so much for the lovely feedback on my podcast last week. It resonated with a lot of you, a lot of you who are in your 30s, who are in similar situations where you might have thought that when you were in your 20s that you would have been a little bit more ahead in certain ways. But like that, you just can't predict your life. You can't predict what's going to happen tomorrow. You can't predict what's going to happen in your 30s. But one thing is for sure, and that is that life does not stop when you hit 30 and you haven't achieved all of these things that you thought you'd achieve. Like, it, it's fine, right? You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> so yeah, it's just important, I think, to have those chats because... A lot of people, including myself, can get caught up in Instagram and the world of comparison and actually a few people who did message me about the podcast, some of them have families, some of them have kids, some of them have the house and they're like, you go through moments where you think is the grass greener on the other side. So they're like, we look at, you know, people like me who do a bit of solo traveling, who don't have major commitments, who don't have a mortgage, well, mortgage approved, but, you know, who don't have like the kids, the responsibilities that they have. And not that they would take it back for a second because I haven't met a single person who has kids or any of that lifestyle being like, I wish I could take it all back. But they do look at the other side being like, is it greener over there? Is it? And then there's people like me looking at them being like, oh, is it greener? (laughs) So I think it's just always that thing, right? When you don't have something, you wonder what it's like to have it. And I think that will just always be the way with everything in life. But I think like that, you know, the grass is just the way it is, right? (laughs) Your life is just the way it is. And I think it's so important not to get caught up in comparison and not to get caught up in when I was 20 something, I thought that I would have achieved this and you know, and and put yourself down and put yourself down for what you've achieved so far because milestones aren't just, I got a house, I, I have a wife or I have a husband, I have a kid. Like those aren't the only milestones to achieve in your life. Like when you're in a really low point, getting out of bed, brushing your teeth and putting on clothes is a huge milestone. So I think it's just all relative, right? And it's so subjective and like success, success, there's just so many layers to it, right? Like you could have a successful day if you made it through the day without crying or made it through the day and had one meal. Like it is so not all about what you think, right? Everyone thinks the white picket fence and it's just, it's not that way for most people. And a lot of the people living their best lives, I'm air quoting, which you can't see because this is a podcast. But, you know, most people living their best lives on Instagram, like there's stuff going on behind the scenes there too. So try not get, to get caught up in the world of comparison and try not to get too caught in what you thought you would have achieved or where you thought you'd be because you're doing fine. You're exactly where you need to be. And things just work out differently for people. 
you know, they do. But that kind of dovetails nicely into my topic for this week. So this topic is going to be around imposter syndrome. Now I am going to be using some references here because I feel like when I get deep into certain topics, I like to have just some material to read out because as I always say, like I'm not an expert. I would only give how I deal with certain instances from my experience. I haven't really spoken about a topic on this podcast, nor do I plan on talking about a topic unless I have an expert at hand, unless I have some life experience with that particular subject like I'm not going to come on and talk about something even like the world of dieting or diet culture or like nutrition or like fitness or anything like that because I'm I'm like I'm I have no real life experience to talk about that kind of thing but I think when it comes to matters of the heart or emotions or anything to do with our mental health if I have been through something and I can share what I did to get out of something, not to say it's in one size fits all, but I think it's interesting when you get caught up in something in your mind or if you're going through something and you listen to someone's story and it might not be how you would deal with something, but it kind of helps to just hear how other people saw the light or how other people kind of tackled matters of the mind. So imposter syndrome is something that is so common and I'm so glad that people started to talk about it more and normalize it more in the last couple of years. Like I don't think I even knew what these feelings were. Like I never really knew what imposter syndrome was. But then when people started to talk about it more and talk about what it is and talk about how normal it is, then it just it's like it gives you an invitation to just feel like, oh, okay, it's not just me. Like it's a normal feeling. Because it can consume you and I have gone through and I will still continue to go through ups and downs when it comes to imposter syndrome, especially since I had like since I launched my business, like in the last three years, I've definitely suffered from imposter syndrome um, multiple times, like multiple times. And it's so common. So if what I'm saying today resonates with you and you're like, that's what it is, then yeah. And I, I actually, even though I was like thinking about this topic and I was like, people talk about it a lot. But at the same time, when you hear, you know, things that people do to break the cycle of um, imposter syndrome or when you hear people's stories about it, it's not like I'm like, oh, I've heard it all before. I always get something new from it, but it's repetition. Like we need to hear certain things over and over again, because yes, you know, if you go to a really inspiring event and you're just buzzing after it, and I know I've spoken about this type of feeling before, but when you just feel like the immediacy of oh my God, that resonated with me so well and I feel like I can tackle this or like, and it's fresh, but then it wears off and then you need to continuously hear it in order to keep reminding yourself, this is a normal feeling. This is why I'm feeling this way. And yeah, it's it's a totally normal thing. So I'm going to read some um, some references here. So this is from the Data Incubator. So this is like a, a company and an institute. So... <laughs> This, the actual title of this is Six Steps to Break the Imposter Syndrome Cycle. And I'm going to go through as well what it is first, right? So imposter syndrome is the internalized belief that your success is due to luck or other external factors rather than your skills, intelligence or qualification. This false idea leaves you with a perpetual feeling of being a poser or under constant threat and fear of being exposed as a fraud. So the reason why I have like gone through these feelings or had these feelings and I think if you've owned a business or if you've done something really out of your comfort zone 
you almost feel like you start to doubt yourself a bit during certain times and you start to compare yourself to other people whether they're in your industry even like social media is just an absolute invitation to compare yourself to people and put yourself down and say I don't I'm, I'm not where they are my logo doesn't look as nice as theirs they have way more followers than me they're getting more interaction on this they probably have more clients and you just get down this rabbit hole but it's just so easy to do that. And social media is just like that. It's like a free pass. Just go for it. Like compare yourself, right? And we all do that. We're all guilty of a bit of that sometimes. But I think when you're having, and I normally find that it could be a day that where I maybe I'm lacking a bit of creativity and or I have a big project coming up with a client. And even though I am well able and I am so confident in my skills. You have those off days where you think, why are they paying me for this? Like, why are they paying me so much for this? Like, I, I'm i going to mess it up or not even mess it up. But you're like, am I good enough for this? And it happens. So you feel then like you're a fraud or you're false or like you only got that project because of luck. And it's just, it's just, it's a feeling that's so common. And oh, I hate, I hate the feeling. But it like it is and, and those are the kind of things that that you do like you start to kind of feel it right so there are some signs here as well of signs you're you might be experiencing it now as I said I have experienced it a handful of times in the last three years and it's usually been maybe when I've been that little bit more stressed as well and it, it's usually around a big project time but things always work out and I'll give you some of the things that I do as well to to help me deal with imposter syndrome But the first one here is not believing that you earned your success through your own efforts, instead um, attributing it to chance, feeling inadequate in terms of intelligence, unable to internalize accomplishment and be proud of one's own intelligence, competency and skills. You're exaggerating your flaws and failings and you're feeling the need to feel, excuse me, you're feeling the need to be special or the best in order to be valued. So that is like especially the third one I feel here when it comes to your accomplishments and like this is even if you haven't listened to my podcast about celebrating all kinds of wins and celebrating all of the the mini wins along the way like it is such a thing that even Irish people I feel like we do a lot is we don't sit in our accomplishments and we don't stop and go look what I've achieved or look what I can do like it doesn't have to be even with business it's just even going look look at what I've achieved like look at what I am able to do that I maybe wasn't able to do 10 years ago and now I'm doing this it's the same with parenting you're like I have a kid and the kid has manners and the kid can do this by themselves and I made that I did that so it's like a nice feeling when you can sit in it but it's an awful feeling when you can't and it's just those those moments of feeling uncomfortable is just it's not nice like it really isn't nice um at all but it was saying here, so it has a couple of statistics here and it's saying that the actual pandemic's effect on imposter syndrome. So um, it says that it has caused increased feelings of imposter syndrome and 47% of workers worldwide reported feelings of imposter syndrome increasing since 2020. So isn't it crazy how 
that has happened. And I think it's because we've just had more time by ourselves to think more. And then obviously more people are coming around being like, here's what imposter syndrome is. And obviously whoever's doing marketing for imposter syndrome is doing very well because people are now a lot more educated on it. And but however, they're also going, that's what that feeling is. So it could be that they've always kind of had those feelings, but now they can put a label on it, perhaps. But it is very much like that cycle, right? So it's like it starts here with a new project or a task. So this is kind of the cycle. So this can also happen if you're applying for a new job and you're starting work on the day and then you go, oh my God, I don't think I'm I'm able for this job. I don't think that I'm qualified enough for this job. I'm starting this brand new job or this new task. And as I said, it usually starts to happen to me when a big project comes around and it's like with a new client and I want to make, I want to put my best foot forward and then I start to feel these feelings. So a new project or a task, here we go. It's number one. Then anxiety, procrastination or over preparation kicks in. Like... <laughs> tick, 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 tick. Absolutely. You start to really start, you start to sweat. You're like, oh no, here we go. I don't think I'm able for this. And you might start procrastinating starting the project. You might put off being prepared for the next day or over-prepared. Like you put too much effort in. You, like, especially if it comes to starting a new job the next day. Like I have my clothes laid out and then I'm over-prepared and then I'm like getting to bed and I'm like, okay, if I go to sleep now, I'll get eight hours. Okay, I'm still awake, but I'll still get seven hours. And oh yeah, oh, we all know those feelings. So then you get project completion, a brief relief and a sense of accomplishment, right? So you finish the project and you feel like this brief relief, right? And then rationalization comes after that. So you go, I was lucky. Or you start to internalize and go, someone else would have done a better job. So this is that kind of cycle then, right? So if you don't break that cycle, if you're in that real kind of stress mode and you're moving on to the next thing, then this is where that can kick in. If you don't give yourself enough credit for what you did and if you don't sit in your success. And then what that rationalization turns into is that increase in self-doubt, increase in anxiety and feeling like a fraud. So I... I'm happy to admit that I have never been stuck in a loop of that imposter syndrome cycle. And I think when you recognize what it is first, if you're educated on what it is and you're educated on that cycle, like it literally continues because then it goes straight into new project or task and then the same thing happens again, right? So it's so interesting to to see that this this is so common and it's it's fine but you need to recognize it if that is happening but you need to start acknowledging and you need to start validating your skills i always say like people like yes you know it's like when luck meets opportunity sometimes they can align really well and you get a certain project or you get a certain job but at the same time you're like i like, you're not going to still be in a job for five years and feel like an imposter because you're well able for the job like if you couldn't do the job you wouldn't still have your job and like I every so often have to tell myself like don't feel like a fraud and don't feel like you're just lucky to get this project or land this client because your skills got you there like talking can only like get you so far you have to walk the walk and I know that people say fake it till you make it and look to an extent some people do do that 
Um, but you still have to walk the walk. Like if I tell you I can help you to lose weight in two weeks and I have no idea how to do it, you're not going to lose weight in two weeks. <laughs> and I'm an imposter, right? Like that's the actual reality. But like for me, I just feel enough confidence in myself and in my work and in my job that I I don't get caught up in that cycle because the facts are the facts, right? If you are... Like if you do a really good job on a project, yes, if it's for a new client or for a new job, yes, you're obviously going to feel that little bit more stressed about it. You're going to feel anxious about it because you'll want to put your best foot forward. And I think there's a bit of perfectionism that comes into that. But then everything around it, like if you have a really good first day at work or like me, if I finish the project and it goes really well and they're really happy with it and they give me good feedback and potentially a good testimonial, Like those are facts. I did a good job. They were really happy. They paid me at the end of the project and wrote me a really good testimonial. Facts, facts, facts. But everything else, and this is part of the kind of their advice as well on, you know, getting out of the imposter syndrome cycle and not going back into that. Oh, they only liked it because I was just lucky that they liked what I did. Like, no, you need to sit in the facts of you did a really good job and you are well able to do that job. And the fact is they could potentially give a really good word of mouth referral and then you get another client just like them because of the job that you did. That's not luck. That is not luck. That is you doing a really good job and them telling you you did a good job and you need that's why you need to try not to move right on to the next thing and try not to overthink certain situations and just believe in your skills and believe in in again like how far you've come and if you need someone to sit down and just hash it out and again this goes back to that inner circle episode of the podcast if you haven't listened to it please do it's literally my most listened to episode but it's so important to have somebody to talk to as well if you are feeling like this. And I find that when you're by yourself, so whether you are living by yourself and you're working in a job and you have maybe issues with something at work and you come home and you don't really have anyone to talk to, it's the same as if you're working for yourself, which I am. Like I work with partners, but it's basically me. And if there's something that I, you know, if I start to doubt myself in certain roles or if I like win a new client and I go, oh my God, are these, am I going to do a good job? Am I able for this? I'll always bounce it off a couple of friends that I know, they know that I know I can do what I can do. You know, they've, they've witnessed my skill set. They're not just friends that are like, you're amazing. (laughs) And you're like, what do I do? And they're like, I don't know, (laughs) but I really support you. And I love those friends as well. But I do have friends that I can literally call up and be like, look, I'm feeling a bit weird about this project or I hope I do a good job. And they're able to level me again and be like, you are well able. And I think sometimes you need people. It's really, really good to be able to talk to somebody about things, because I think sometimes when you say it out loud and you say like, I'm just it's it's all luck. It's luck. I'm a fraud. And I think when you say it out loud to another person, you hear it yourself and you're like, actually, do you know what? I'm well able. So there's a lot about imposter syndrome um, that, again, I could go on and on and on about. But I think it's just important to know that if you're feeling those feelings of fraud and it might not even just be coming from yourself. Like at the start, I spoke a lot about imposter syndrome or sorry, about comparison. And I think comparison can fuel imposter imposter syndrome as well, especially if you are like that, starting a new project, working on a new client, starting a new business, and you start to go down the rabbit hole of looking at other businesses, looking at other people. I've said it before, somebody's day, day 100 is not your day 
you know is not your day one like you have to start from somewhere but you are on your own like you're on your own path you're on your own journey especially when it comes to work when it comes to your career like don't compare yourself because there's so many different factors that go into everyone's the way they work who they work with where they're meant to go with their own careers and it's just not a space that I would say to compare yourself. Like if you feel like a fraud because you've gone on social media and like you could have been having a really good day work-wise and everything's going well, then you go on social media and you see something where someone says, oh, here's how I earned 30,000 in a day. And you say, I earned that this year. And then you start to feel completely like an imposter because you're, you're like, I don't like you're, you kind of compare yourself right and you think like I'm a fraud or I'm not doing this or like this isn't for me and you start to kind of doubt yourself and you get into that cycle again and it's just important to know that you shouldn't compare yourself like you are the only like you are the only you so if you compare yourself to somebody else you're not them like you're not like you don't have the same setup as them you don't you don't know what's going on behind the scenes like they're meant to be on a different path to you so instead of focusing your time looking at other people and feeling like an imposter where you are just focus on yourself and focus on your work and focus on who's important focus on your clients your customers your members whoever it is that are believing in you and want to just work with you like I always say you know when people say even if they own like a salon and then there's another salon that opens right across the street and they start to fixate over the salon and I'm like don't lose don't take your eye off the ball the ball is your customers and your clients and the people who pay to literally sit in your chair and talk to you so the salon across the road can absolutely try and copy what you're doing online to get customers they can try and like put up these offers or whatever it is but if you drop the ball on nurturing your customers and your clients the people who really matter because you're so focused on what that salon is doing across the road that's when you start to lose people like you need to not get caught up in comparison get caught up in imposter syndrome you need to own what you do and stay on your path and nurture who supports you and don't get too fixated on what's happening around you and the same try not to internalize things like when people put belief in you and when they give you really good feedback because of what you did with your knowledge with your hands with whatever tools you use and you've done that yourself and people have said oh my god thank you or you did this and you did that and it was amazing and you're fantastic and just continue to replay that in your mind like when you're having a bad day look up an email from a client or a customer that said something really nice to you that made you feel really good when you got it and I have little things that I dip back into when I want to feel just a little boost of you're doing great like you know like you're you've achieved so much so far and everyone's on a different path like when I set up my business it wasn't for money and it still is not like I know there are still a hundred things that I could be doing in my business to make like triple or quadruple what I make in a month and but yet what I'm making in a month is way more than what I thought I would make so yes I could get caught up in this kind of comparison and go but I should should I should I be doing this even though I'm like no because that's not the goal of the company so whenever I see certain things that are like here's how I made 50,000 in a week I automatically mute or block those accounts like usually they're from accounts that I don't like I obviously don't follow or 
they wouldn't necessarily be something that I would want to see. So if I see them come up on TikTok or Reels, I'm like, ugh, block. Because it's just, it's not for me. Like, I like fair play to you for making 50,000 a week. But it's not my, it's not my thing. Like, it's not what, what drives me whatsoever. So like what excites me is new challenges and new client projects. And all of these things like that, they intrigue me and learning new things and taking on something that, again, could potentially spark a bit of imposter syndrome but I'm starting to deal with it with it a lot better now because I'm getting much more belief in what I do like if I was bad at what I did I wouldn't still have a business three years later so if you are feeling certain ways just remember how far you've come and sit in those accomplishments because that's where imposter syndrome can kick in is when you don't sit and actually acknowledge how far you've come and sit and go oh I did I did that or look where I am now. And it really helps. It really helps because when you finish that project or when you achieve that thing that you stressed over for so long, you need to be sitting in a, and and actually going, I did really good. Like I'm so proud of myself so that you don't get back into that cycle of, oh wait, did that only go well because I'm I got lucky? <laughs> like no. So what I want you to do is believe in yourself. However, if you do experience imposter syndrome, just try to think of that cycle that I spoke about. Try to think about where in the cycle that you're at, but also acknowledge what it is and then realize what it is. Because I think understanding what it is first helps an awful lot. Also understanding that it's normal to feel that way. Everybody feels that way relative to whatever situation they're in. And just know that you will be fine. Like it will be okay, but you are well able. You are skilled. You are talented. You will be fine you are not a fraud so there you go i hope that you have a stunning week thank you so much for listening a big shout out to my podcast sponsor kiri's motor group i am going to be reviewing the dacia jogger extreme seven seater next week on the podcast so do stay tuned i will be sneak peeking it actually no i will be full on showing you the car (laughs) on my Instagram um, during the week so keep an eye out for that as well but thank you so much to Kiri's and yeah I will talk to you all next week bye